I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Oi, the boys on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes tales are quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Coming up on this episode of Footy Prime the Podcast, Craig finds himself in a pickle. Jar, that is, with his penis. Will he ever get it out? James and Jimmy find out their fraternal twins separated at birth, but only one can survive. Who will win this fight to the death and who will become a ghost? Brendan quits the show and decides to open a chain of salons. He's so successful, Videl Sassoon burns down an orphanage. And Dan Wong invents a robot that's so beautiful he falls in love with it, only to be shot down when she leaves him for a Nissan Sentra. All this, plus JC identifies as an accountant. Tonight on Footy Prime, the fucking podcast. Yeah, some show, some show coming up today. Well, out of all those, which is the most, um, the biggest reason for people to tune in? Do you think? Which I'm kind of drawn to Wonga's robot for some reason. See, I was I opposite. Know. You just want me to have sex with that robot, but I was thinking it would be the two men enter, the two men enter, one man leave fight between you and Jimmy, like full on Thunderdome. The Thunderdome. We should we should set that up. Be one of those uh, videos we never we never record. <laughs> I don't know why Fidel Sassoon. I wouldn't want to fight him. I don't no know why interest in fighting Jimmy. Fidel Sassoon would burn down an orphanage. Like Fidel Sassoon is Putin. He's petty. Petty. Petty man. <laughs> he's a petty man. Yes, he's a petty man. Um, Jimmy, by the way, will we, we think Colin at some point is right now doing his fatherly obligations duties, you know, with his kids playing playing footy this Wednesday, maybe helping the future of this country. He's a good in dad, his own eh? small way. As long as they're having fun. It's about the fun, Craig, isn't it? To hell with competitive yeah. games and keeping score. It's about the fun. Yeah, for 99.9999%. So I, I wish you'd, you'd heard the conversation before we went on air today. We've got some really exciting guests coming up in the near near future, one of whom we'll, we'll give it away, shall we? He's, he's confirmed, right? He's confirmed, yeah. We get, we're getting Jerry D on in the next, uh, is it next week or the week after? Next week, Monday. Next Monday week, morning. Right? Yeah, good thing it's confirmed, Charm. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you'll, it's confirmed. You'll hear it Tuesday. Jerry's mm. been been saying he'd come on the show for a long, long time, and and Jimmy finally asked him officially, and uh, we we got him booked. Now the reason why he came up was because Craig is currently at his his daughter Cheyenne's apartment. She she knows Jerry really well, and Jerry was playing golf today, and Craig was so excited to find out what score he shot. In, mm-hmm. in the golf course today why does that excite you craig well first of all the national is like the hardest golf course in the world like it, it really seriously if he's what teaser is he playing from parker hybrid short hybrid short Next to the black and blue is that like in front of the ladies <laughs> shortly after i'd say especially with jerry playing yeah well i can pick up every score he's had all year He's pretty damn good. He shot an 83 today, right? Shot an 83 at the National. Take in mind that, which is handicap. Hold on. You're telling me these celebrity rich people 
pay or get gifted access to uh, quote unquote the, the most difficult golf course on the planet. Yeah. And yet any schlup can just Google their scores. This no. seems like no, that schlup is a is an actual employee of the national. Oh. <laughs> Could that employee get fired for divulging the inside information from the course? Is it possible? No. Well, what no. am I divulging? Jerry's golf score. Some some people take that very very seriously. Well, that's right. Well, we're gonna divulge it, no matter whether he likes it or not. Because <laughs> he's a good golfer. It's not like he's shooting one twenty three, which is very possible around the national. By the way, what's your the best cool score thing, national, Craig? My best score, I, I think it was eighty five. Was it nice? Something like that. Yeah. Something. B. Like that. What would your best score be if you played the national? One hundred and eighty. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm I'm in this hundred and teens. Yeah, if you if you counted actually every shot, I mean it's spectacular. It really is. God, you're such a golf nerd, aren't you? And a real nerd. We'll talk about this with Jerry when he comes on. His daughter is an exceptional player as well, Allie. And uh my daughter says she's awesome as a person too. So I'm Wonder sure she is, but we're not gonna we're not gonna spend the chance we get to, to interview good old Jerry D talking about golf, are we? Please. Wonger loves these crossover shows. Yes, because football and golf is like, you know, look at Bale. Like, it's just part of everything as a footballer. <laughs> and I do like these crossover shows. So maybe, Charms. I really you can't tell not. Jerry D where he's going to go. You know, the, you know this show. <laughs> We're definitely going Jerry D sports reporter. We're going there at some point for sure. Mm-hmm. He must play a lot Family of golf. Feuds? He's hitting, he's hitting good stuff, good shot, and good stuff. Well, anyway, that's coming up uh, next week, Jerry D. I mean, you got others on the way as well. I won't divulge. Second time that word's been used in today's show so far. I won't divulge who, but I think he'd be pretty happy. I think he will be. Some some good ones coming up. Um, Todd Bowley. Todd Bowley. Have you guys uh, heard these comments he made? This is, of course, Chelsea's new owner. Arrived about three months ago now on the scene. And he's been speaking at a a convention. I think it's a sports marketing convention in New York about a variety of things, but in particular, being Chelsea's new owner. Um, JC, let's play that. I hope that the Premier League takes a little bit of a lesson from American sports and really starts to figure out, you know, why wouldn't we do a tournament, tournament, you know, with the bottom four teams why isn't there an all-star game I mean people are talking about more money for the pyramid you know MLB did their all-star game in LA this year we made 200 million dollars from you know a Monday and a Tuesday you know so you know I think you could do a north versus south you know all-star game for Premier League and fund whatever the pyramid needed very easily goodness he didn't say that (laughs) he did he actually said that I don't want to jump all over the American here because that's what everyone's doing right now. But I don't know. B, what's your thoughts on this? The guy has just arrived in the Premier League and we know what the Premier League's like. We know what the people there, the other owners, the establishment, they hate change. And he comes and straight away, he's talking about all-star games and, and promotion relegation tournaments. What are your initial thoughts when you hear those comments? Every single American person that has worked hard to improve the reputation of American soccer and the perception of Americans in the beautiful game at that same time went, are you fucking serious? (laughs) The fuck, Todd? You just got here. Until that motherfucker starts calling it by the correct name, the Premier League, get the fuck out of here with your stupid ass American ideas. (laughs) I've never heard be so angry before. This is great. I didn't expect to get there, but then I realized how fucking rich that guy is. And that's what really pissed me off. Right? He pays less taxes than you. I'm absolutely sure of that. I did have a point here, and it's not just jealousy. I'm very comfortable with my financial inequality. (laughs) What pisses me off is someone, just the, the whole rich getting richer and Todd being the example here, how is it that you can be a racist or you can be friends with a war criminal and yet you can increase and imbalance the sports market by selling your team at an inflated price 
because you're being forced to sell your team. So Todd Bowley comes in now, someone who already would be emblazoned, entitled, empowered, because he's an American that owns one of the biggest clubs in the world in the global game. It's not an American game. And he could afford to spend $4.2 billion to do that. The Saudis could afford to pay $4.2 billion to have done that. They bought Newcastle for $300 million. And this guy comes in at 4.2, changing the entire landscape. So all of the money problems that we were worried about, you know, Craig constantly saying, look, the, the money's getting out of hand. You're never going to see an Ipswich. You're never going to see the, the purity of these small towns. It's, it's, it's dying. In England, it's very much dying. And it's the same thing that Florentino Perez was begging for. Uh, the reason for the Super League is we're, we're going to fall behind Burnley and all of these English teams because the, the inequality will be insurmountable. So your anger isn't so much towards his comments, but more the fact that he's rich. Yeah, that's right. I, I realized I took that wrong, wrong with it. I went very Sid Sixero there. Sorry. <laughs> you did actually. A bit of a rant there. Well done, though. It's very well, very well said. At the same point, though, I mean, given that, Craig, I mean, you, you dropped $4 billion on a club. I, I suppose he feels he's allowed to say what the hell he wants to who he wants, when he wants. You know what worried me more about anything is the fact that none of those guys that were putting that super lead together, nothing happened to them yeah so i can see in the future it happening again and guys like him that are so freaking rich are getting talking about billion like trillionaire billionaires like what the fuck how many zeros is that like i mean it's getting out of his hands it's 11 zeros have the power to be able to do it again and i bet they've got that all those american owners over there are all chatting to each other they'd love to screw that all up over there the whole footballing system for themselves he did speak about the uh, Super League, or at least insinuated that as much as right now the Premier League makes a lot of money and the Champions League makes $100 million a year for, for his club, he's really happy with that. He says, that being said, never say never, essentially. So he didn't rule it out entirely, but he did acknowledge that right now the, the setup works quite well. But when he says never say never, then you've got to really wonder and perhaps worry about where the game's going he's in it for one reason that's to make money and chelsea he'd love chelsea to win trophies so he can basically stand there and basically like chocolate and get licked yeah but he won't be getting the trophy will he how about that when they first when the first american owner i guess john henry won glazers have won before a couple of trophies but when they when they win their first championship and they walk down to the pitch and they expect to get handed the trophy yeah, I, I really hope that they get taken by surprise when it gets given to the captain. I really do. Yeah, he might not even know that. None of those. Well, he, apparently he was. He, he, did you hear this? B. He uh, was talking to Tuchel before, obviously before Tuchel was fired, and, and was asking about the four-four-three uh, formation and why isn't Chelsea playing the four-four-three? Oh no! Hey, look who's here! Jimmy Brennan's shown up, Jimmy. What kind of shite have I missed tonight, fellas? Holy shit, Jimmy, you sound amazing. Is that yeah, you, your Mike? mic sounds great. Oh, you guys are so stupid. <laughs> you took your mic I with you? I don't even know why I phoned him. It's like HD <laughs> audio right now. Holy crap. No, I know why, I know why you phoned in, because you called me and you said, Wonga, I got nothing going on in my life. Should I call in tonight? Oh, he's such a liar. <laughs> he's such a liar. <laughs> Where are you right now, Jimmy? I'm at my son's... U9 Aurora FC tryout. Hey, ho. I can't say anything, no, but he's, he's made the team already. Atta boy. <laughs> Atta boy. That has nothing to do with the last name on the back of his shirt or uh, oh, where, yeah. where the team feet comes from, though, right? Yeah. Isn't that, what do they call Eddie that? Eddie where's the 11? Hey, hey JC, 11, you yeah. should play the opening again for, for Jimmy. Uh, what is you do that? Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah that's quite amusing. There's a the challenge team. for us, Jimmy. It's a challenge, which I've accepted. Ready? You want to hear it? Yeah. yeah play it. James and Jimmy find out their fraternal twins separated at birth, but only one can survive. Who will win this fight to the death and who will become a ghost? All right, so Jimmy, so I, I already acknowledged that you probably kicked my ass. I don't want to fight you, but for the good of the show, I'm prepared to fight you to the death on camera for, for the podcast. Do you accept the challenge? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> course you would prick <laughs> well take it easy on me will you take it easy on me all right so so we're talking we'll let jimmy get a, a couple of words in here whenever you want to go jimmy just go you know but in the meantime uh, jump in 
Um, I'm not sure if you heard the uh, the Todd Bowley comments about um, All Star games and uh, a, a relegation tournament. Perhaps he's been talking to some conference in in New York. This is a new Chelsea owner, and uh, B and Craig have basically put that aside and are very jealous of how rich he is, and that's why they hate him. Did you see yeah. his comments? Did you hear his comments? I didn't see. Yeah, no, I, I, I heard. I heard his comments. You did too, I didn't think, you? Yeah, I think a few people, you know, think it will go go as well as a lead balloon. You know what I like about rich people? Nothing. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Just come no, in here think, with their like money even, and try and change everything. Even with with Klopp. I mean, you guys saw Klopp's comments as well, where he's just like, what are you talking about? Like, that's never going to happen. Never going to happen. But I don't know. I guess money talks. And if they can show that the numbers are there and they can make all this money, then I'm sure the owners might uh, have a little look at it. But, you know, would, you're would have an game. if you could have an all-star game, where, when are you going to fit that into a season? Yeah, exactly. Well, do you, do you play it when you would usually play the Community Shield? That's the one window people are saying it could possibly a preseason match. To me, it's it's all so fucking stupid. I don't. No, know. Hold on a second, Jimmy. Jimmy, let me let me ask you this. Right, you you have a North v South game in training. Yeah, it is unbelievable. It's blood and guts. You're yeah, gonna they, get about five guys stretchered off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a bloody battle. <laughs> It's true. I remember we used to do that in training. You used to have the Northerners against Southerners. And then the foreigners just got chucked in wherever. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The foreigners just get the shit kicked out of them anyways just because yeah. they're foreign and they're not <laughs> south. North. They're, just, they're just there to make up numbers. Yeah. yeah, but isn't that diluted by the fact that it's just north and south separation by teams where you play? Like Bruno Guimaraes is not going to have the hatred for his northern rivals that someone else would. No, no, it's just uh, be close. North, any, north and Birmingham, basically. That's what I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah, yeah, I think Liverpool players would be uncomfortable next to Everton players. That's what Klopp was insinuating as well. And could you imagine Harry Kane and Gabby Jesus or whoever in Arsenal trying to play together as a tandem? No, it, it would be ridiculous. Well, mm. you, you look at even like the, the North London derby. You know, Tottenham and Arsenal players killing each other. It's a game that they can't lose, and all of a sudden, you know, the following week, hey guys, you guys are on the All Star game together, and you're going into the dress room when you just kick the shit out of each other. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but but what, it works though. International call ups, right? What has it different? How would an All Star game be different from being called up to your, your country when you're mixing with Man City players and Man U players and and Liverpool players? Well, because then it's you've got your country's country's flag on your chest. It's a different story then. You got a whole nation watching you. There's actually more viciousness between North v. South in England than there is between any foreign countries that the players come from. What about Korea? North and Ooh. South Korea? Well, I never played with I anybody from North that. Korea. <laughs> I don't never met anyone either. from North Korea either. But do they have <laughs> hatred um, as, as people, or is it just that nutcase in the North, the one dude? His minions. I don't know the people. I mean, the, the North try and flee to the South. Yes. They want to be part of the South. But there are people in the North that believe the way they're doing things is the right way to do things. That's all they're or told. They're, they told think they're they literally godlike. Yeah. They're gods. The leaders are basically seen as gods. So. But he actually, might be I the ugliest of... god, though. Yeah. Of all the gods. What's his name again? King John, he, he died didn't he? June, 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 June. He, he's not a good looking man. He might be the ugliest of all gods. Even the elephant with all the arms, he's, he's uglier than that one. Yeah. The, the ugly god, is that what they're called? Yeah. Is that what he's called? Yeah. Hideous. <laughs> the, the god of hideousness. Yeah. If he came down, you'd be like, you want to be like Brad Pitt, wouldn't you? I think so. I would think well, yeah, so. Right. You can't be average, can you? No, if you got a choice. Like why? Like get rid of the fat guy, right? Right away. Like you know, you got a choice. You can build yourself. So then, our our god clearly is like a big fellow with a big white beard, isn't he? Right. Oh yeah, of course he's white. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's white white for sure. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I've seen the pictures and the paintings. I mean, that's not a great look either, is it? Uh... (laughs) Yeah. Jesus is pretty skinny. No muscle on that boy. 
Well, you know. gotta be if you're walking on water. I mean. but ever, since he, <laughs> ever since he left Man City, he's been flying. Though. That was wasn't it? <laughs> the Man City Jesus is way better looking than the Christian Jesus. I agree. Yeah. Or Arsenal Jesus now. We just say good point. That's a good point. Yeah. I don't know where we're going here. Um, Sky actually oh, put together their. Uh, going. How, Sorry, Holland, is gonna, Holland is going to be a god pretty soon he's, if he's Ooh. not already. Yeah. I know. Did you, you hear that question they asked Pep? The question they asked Pep in the press conference is, is there anything else you can say about him? He's been there for three fucking weeks. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what did Pep say? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's irrelevant. Like, it's just the question. It's amazing. It's like, <laughs> this guy has scored every goal, you, like every type of goal, like from inside the ball. Amazing. Unbelievable. The goal today, and I'm sure if you saw anyone out there, um, the goal today is this incredible... He basically he goes full Ebra. No, it's full oh. Ebra. Excellent. Yeah. Good example. The ball comes in. It's from the outside. Is it Cancelo? I think it was. Cancelo, yes. Cancelo, yeah, outside of his Ooh. boot. Great ball like in. Quaresma. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Boot. He's like way up in the air and does like this karate kick and, and scores. It's an incredible goal. And it's becoming becoming his signature goal, isn't it? That when he gets up and just a force of nature. Another goal, another game, another great he, goal. He as was well, well marked. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. He was well marked. Some some ball in the box or outside the box. Oh, ridiculous! There was only get, one guy could get it, and that was almost impossible himself. Yeah, honestly, that that's what I felt like. It was the perfect pass. It couldn't it couldn't go without going in the back of the net. And just like the pass, it took something spectacular to put it in. And Ibra is exactly what I said. There's there's no one else that moves like that on a pitch. And that, Holland the, makes the, it look easier. The improved, the better Ibra. Don't tell Ibra I said that, but that's really what it is, isn't it? I mean, he's the, no, he's the, the best fact, comparison he, to make. He's quicker than Ibra. He doesn't look as he doesn't look as cool running as Ibra, though. At least Ibra has that. Yeah, Ibra is how is Ibra twenty years older than him? Just about? No, just not about. Quite, no, yeah, just 16? about. Let's get it exactly. I'll tell you. Well, Zlatan's like a few years older than me. He's 41. Yeah. 1981, wow. he was born. Wow. Wow. What's it's going on with your kids? I mean, are you getting, they getting beat up there, Jimmy? I think there's a fight to break out between these guys. Or yeah. Right here. Yeah. On, Mickey, south? <laughs> no, it's the, the guy that's trying to get the 18th spot. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> north v south. It's North Aurora versus South Aurora, and they're <laughs> fighting for Newmarket. Yeah. So um, Sky Sports put together their North against South if there was going to be an All Star game, Ooh. and I think North would crush South. What you want to hear it? these teams? Was... Yes. Yes. So the North have Edison, Edison, Edison in goal. You got Trent at right back, Diaz and Van Dijk at centre back, Cancelo. At left back, that's some back four. The midfield three have Rodri in the middle, flanked by De Bruyne and Fernandez. Okay. And up front, you got, well, obviously, Haaland as your number nine with Salah and Ronaldo. Now we can debate if there's better options than Ronaldo, Holy but still, that's a pretty good team, isn't it? I quite <laughs> like that team. Yeah. Uh, I would fancy their chances winning the World Cup. <laughs> and also, no I don't kidding. think that that lot would kill each other. Each other? I, think, um, I don't think one. that lot would kill each other. I feel like if you put that in front of the owners, that 11, right? If Todd gets everyone like, hey, guys, can we all get together? John, call the rest of them. I, I'm new here. Let's show, let's show them this team and have them tell me this isn't a good idea to make money for all of us. You know, B, the biggest issue might be between Fernandez and Ronaldo. Yeah. <laughs> That might be the one, the one issue of aggro for the team. Um, for the South, the South, listen, it's still a great team, don't get me wrong, but it's just not the same quality in my mind. You've got Ramsdale in goal. You've got Rhys James at right back. Centre-backs are Romero and Thiago Silva and Zinchenko at left back. So already the North's back four crush the South's back four in my mind. Midfield, you've got Rice flanked by Odegaard and Kante. And you've got Kane up top with Saka and Sterling either side. Tasty, mm. right? Yeah. But it's not in the same class. No. No. That's interesting, though, yeah. 
So it won't work then. But where that where the okay. actual competitiveness where I talking about North v South came with the they're all British back then in the eighties, right? So it was in the eighties, yeah, yeah. All and the it was British that legitimate hate. North v South, like Jimmy says, the foreigners would get slotted in, but now they're all foreigners. So it's like, I mean, how many English guys did you mention there? Well, two. Three? James, I believe a couple Three. episodes ago you said there are about eleven Three. English players left, left in the four. Premier League. Mm-hmm. So you could mm-hmm. just have a straight all the rest of the Englands from North and South versus everyone. That wouldn't be so strong, would it? Yeah, right. No. <laughs> I wouldn't bank on the English. Yeah, you know what? The North have no English players. Oh, sorry, one. One English player in Trent. And the South have uh, Ramsdale, James, Rice, Saka, Kane. Oh, front three. An English front three, actually. So they're too yeah, reliant. Three, four, five, six, six English players. They're six too reliant on the English, then. Too reliant, yeah. Yeah. Be fun though, I suppose. But I mean, listen, it's one of those things. It's ridiculous. It won't happen. It's stupid. There's no time for it, you know. And besides, all star games suck. But would you buy tickets, Wonga? Would you buy tickets to an all star game in the Prem? No, I think all star games are dumb. I really do. I, I find no enjoyment in any all star game. I think they're really? a waste of time. What they should do is bring them in and have a fan. I like the fan fest people meeting them and the skills competition. Other than that, the all-star game, no one wants to get hurt. So have them trying to, you know, like what they did with the goal, the goalkeepers with the, with the teams trying to hit the crossbar and all that, the relay, that was all enjoyable stuff. I I watched the all, I just find that no one plays the way they're supposed to. And then if they do, they hurt themselves or someone gets hurt and everyone bitches about it. So that's my all-star game. Nobody's going to give a shit. Right. But that means it's crappy. It's it's not enjoyable to watch then. Yeah. Whereas a skills competition, if you just said, hey, uh, you two have to keep the ball up for the longest time, like from 20, 20 meters, 10 meters, like challenge these guys who are so skilled and amazing. You know, when you see a Ronaldinho or a Messi and they're just keeping the ball up and kicking it in the air. And I, I think that's that would be something that I would. That's like going to the circus. I would buy a ticket for that. There you go. There's the keepy up you challenge. They'd still yeah. be there's still well, you can get tickets to a circus war. Well, yeah. You just have to not care about animals. You should be in the circus. Wednesday <laughs> nights. Wednesday nights on Footy Prime. Always a circus. This is I love the dancing bears. The bears when they but dance you... on the electric plate. It's excellent. Yeah. Is that your Putin? That's so I'd be bad. the I'd be the freak show guy. <laughs> yeah. Love a good freak show. Go in and see the freak guy. One nut. It's the bearded lady. One nut. That's terrible. (laughs) See, he has a horrible thing to say. See, he has one nut. Yeah, leave my left, left nut. B could be the bearded uh, lady. Or JC, come to that. No? Good. No one's buying on that. (laughs) I'd be happy to. Um, the s- s- slowest man in a sprint. You Brendan? talk about the uh, the skills heaviest contest. Legs. Remember, step remember right up and see legs. the man with the heaviest legs in the world. Watch him <laughs> as he tries to walk across the the big top. But <laughs> <laughs> his now, big we, legs. We spoke about the um, the skills <laughs> contest, right? Remember that in the previous podcast and MLS, and I thought how stupid it was to touch contest and this stuff. So I was doing a, a piece on this today at the Parlay. So I was trying to find some video of the MLS All-Star Game skills competition because I hadn't watched it or any of it because it's just so stupid. And I found this clip. You may have seen it. It's the Next Gen Goalie Challenge. Have you seen this one? Goalie Wars. Yeah. Goalie Wars. Yeah. I couldn't believe what I was watching. Yeah. It was the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's so stupid. It's like 50 feet apart throwing balls and trying to score. Yeah, but Sherm, stupid but watchable. It's like watching your friend play. It wasn't even. It's like one of watching one of your friends play uh, Galaga. It's like you're just there watching, <laughs> hanging out. What's Galaga. He was way better at What's Crystal Galaga? Palace than at Chelsea. He was way better you? at Crystal Palace. You should know what Galaga is. I have no idea. <laughs> Pac- you know what Galaga is? Sorry, Pac Man. Yeah, Pac-Man. he was way better at Crystal Palace than at Chelsea. I don't know how he uh, keeps getting uh, the eleven uh, over Palace. Uh, clever, <laughs> clever. I like okay, the way I'm you aging myself. There. I'm aging myself. Uh, what could I say? Uh, Super Mario. Mario, like uh, 
Donkey Super Kong. Mar- just video games. You want? You'd rather watch video games? Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah. Then or watch a like crappy watch. soccer game. Then watch a, <laughs> a, a a game that no one tries at. I would rather see a skills competition. Okay. That's what I'm saying. That would let be me, the all star for me. Let me give maybe maybe what was happening was Todd Bowley was just testing the waters to see how we'd all react, because the real plan and the real idea, and it would take someone who's got four billion or more to spend. And I'm sure the Saudis would be involved in hosting this event. He wants his tournaments, right? He said, we got to do more tournaments. He's never seen the Carabao Cup, obviously. We need more tournaments in in the Premier League. What if the all-star team was a collection of Premier League players that played against an all-star team from La Liga, an all-star team from the Serie A, an all-star team from the Bundesliga, and an all-star team from France? Maybe you need so it's six. Like MLS, but you Liga MX type thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because you know there's a thousand days in the year, so they can fit them in everywhere, right? There's lots of space. You've seen, you've seen the money. You've seen how things change because of money, and maybe you do get rid of the charity shield, or maybe you do get rid of a round in the Carabao Cup, or you're, you put an age limit in that. You're right, B. They're all talking about scrapping everything else and just screwing the rest of it and just going as a group and calling it the Super League. They they are talking about that. You know they are. You knew that's in the Well, Real Madrid's still talking about it. But yeah, talking about killing the division. Guaranteed money. Talking about killing that like that division, because I really think it is it is different now. Even in, in Spain, in leagues that maybe aren't as diverse as the Premier League. That north south division that you're gonna have, it really it exists much more with the fans. And I can see why the fans might not buy into that. But all of a sudden you're making those Premier League fans united to watch the Premier League All-Stars beat another country, which has long been the debate. What if mm-hmm. Messi and Ronaldo could play together on our La Liga team? Mm-hmm. People had said so that. So what you're saying, though, if, so if you're a racist like B, you want to see the countries against countries, you know, and just the... It's called the World Cup, isn't it? Kind of. You're not playing for your nation, though. You... I just like the fact that he called you a racist. It just went right <laughs> <laughs> Sharps calls everybody a racist. Yeah, it's his go-to. His neutralizer. King Chuck behind you there, like Warner. What's that? Is that King Charles? King Chuck? It is. Yeah, yeah. King Chuck the three. King mm-hmm. Chucky. Shrek you, the third. Yeah. Has anybody got back into the crown or continue to watch the crown? The I've seen them all already. They're so good. It's, it's it's trending now, isn't it? I think in uh, in Canada. Well, I'm assuming across the world right now. Oh, can you imagine that? The producers will be like, what? I think they took a break. Released life. They've been in the middle of it, but they've they've taken a they're they're doing a, another season, um, but they've they've stopped the project. Oh, really? Like whether 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 no no not completely. They intend oh, to sorry. pick it back up. Whether right. this is just in a respectful morning or whether they're going to rework things or who knows. But they've they've uh, stood down on the project. Did you see that clip uh, on on YouTube of of Prince Chucky? I'm not sure if it's actually. <laughs> recently or or a few months ago but he he's trying to sign something and his pen's not working and he's getting absolutely furious got these bloody things every bloody time this bloody pen god and <laughs> he steps in and does it for him. The 13th or something what's that he wrote the wrong date down too that's right yeah he put the 13th it's a 12th <laughs> yeah, it was something. almost the end of the world for him eh? he nearly lost it there's just like oh my well, god maybe it was this week he did it and you can imagine the stress the poor dudes under well that guy's got <laughs> come on that guy has it he literally has someone who wipes his bum you know that like someone wipes his ass <laughs> cleans it there's like a human bidet for that dude <laughs> if he follows him rich, around you have a human bidet wonger i'd have seven of them one, <laughs> one on every day. floor yeah outside inside in my car <laughs> i'd have a bidet in my car and a toilet in my that's car that's called a fluffer not a bidet well, they can do whatever they want down there. <laughs> leave it to them. They just have responsibilities. That's right. And we'll leave it at that. Yeah. You decide what those responsibilities are. Yeah. Pro Prince Chuck. I preferred one, uh, one of uh, JC's previous background was us deep in the tent. Remember those Sorry, days, Wonga? Go, I, I want to go back to Charles. We're using that one. But going back to Charles, I do feel badly for him. He's, it's the first time because no one's going to like him. You know, it's it, mm. it's a it's a it, it, he's walking into a thankless job of trying to replace his mother, and yeah. he yeah. looks lost. This entitled, inbred 
monkey man. Like he's going to run, like supposedly be a mod. Oh, the royal family has killed him for blasphemous things. Wonger's disappeared. Wonger's literally disappeared. Well, at least we know how big their reach is in Canada. No kidding. All this talk about like, does it really matter? Canadians really care? Yeah, they care. The royals literally just taken out Wonger's house. (laughs) MI5 are listening in on everything, right? Right. Now that uh, Lizzie's dead, make sure you listen to every podcast that mentions England. And if they say Premier League, make sure you flag them extra. Stop now. There's a strange man making terrible comments about the new king. Kill him. (laughs) Sorry. My... My Off hard, with his internet! My hard wire. My hard wire. Yes. We thought they took you out, Wonger. We actually thought they had taken you out. <laughs> they were just listening you were, in. Yeah, you were just to go down the, the whole lizard path and the child molestation. <laughs> and... Yeah, the Illuminati. If that so guy's you, the you Illuminati. You sorry for the guy, then you just ripped him. No, I feel, look at him. Oh, bugger, I, you he's, also. he's finally got a job at 77, 78? Three. 73. Whatever he is. He's got a job, and he's so ill-prepared. Like, this whole time he's supposed to be training for this or be getting Hodgson? ready for it. Is he like Roy Hodgson? <laughs> How do you train for this? What do you do? Like, You, you follow your mom around, and you you train the, you train well, the royal he, bidet. You're living in her house for the last... <laughs> I don't know. Oh, hold on, hold on. Charms just gave his gold here. He says, is he Roy Hodgson? What uh, was Roy's age when he had his first uh, full-time manager job because he oh, was over he, he was actually quite young wasn't he because he's been in like 37 teams no but i think okay listed yeah, online wasn't he over in scandinavia or he something? was in scandinavia in, in 70 in 76 so yeah he was young then he would have been so who's the guy that you know who it is it's big sam allardyce who, who waited his entire career for the england job and then he finally got the england job <laughs> And it lasted, I think, one game before he got busted for drinking white wine out of a pint glass. So what will be <laughs> Prince Charles's white wine in a pint glass? And then I, Will I steps wonder. in to save the day. Oh, jeez, yeah. Oh, he's going to call someone the N-word when a pen doesn't work. I, oh, that's I mean, possible. For, for years and years over there, they always talked about, you know, whether they would skip over him, you know? Yeah, there was. They mm. should you know do. What, you know what, Craig? I mean, back in the 80s, he was seen as a as a as a, a laughing stock. Oh, Remember, yeah. spitting image would just portray him in the most awful ways. I think actually he's kind of grown into the role a little bit now, and he's not quite the prat I thought he once was. Mm-hmm. Uh, my now mother-in-law he, did the same thing. That he's better now, older. Yeah, yeah. That he looks more suited for. It. He's not so awkward, blatantly. Yeah. Are uh, you as, kidding me? What is, as Wonger what? described? No, no. As you as you Boy, described worse him being the way he's now, Wonger being uh you know in over his head he always looked like that goofy and strange and awkward but he does he does strangely look more suited but maybe that's because we just think of the monarchy being geriatric yeah but i remember the queen though being so much younger and growing up she was just a middle-aged woman in the 80s right maybe older middle-aged right she she allegedly (laughs) (laughs) but she was she's just like you know Oh, Pat down the corner shop. You know, that's kind of how you saw her in, oh, in many ways. She's everywhere. TV on. Yeah, that's all we've ever known. It is It is really quite strange, yeah. But Chuck's yeah. going to be there for just like a few years. So the Sam Allardyce like, uh, interim example is actually great. Wow. You're, only giving, you're only giving Chuck job, three right? years? You're, you're like, you're, oh, you're giving him a no, Deadpool? Not a few years. He's not going to go 23 years. They got to some man. Look, they the got whole family lives forever. Living, yeah. If he's there for 23 years, <laughs> I don't think the monarchy forever. still exists. Come on. 23 well, be a years. a different monarchy. That's a good point. Be a different monarchy. I, I, think, I, think, I think he's a bit more modern. I think those, you know, uh, in preserving the monarch would like to see Bill in there as quick as possible. <laughs> yeah, Get I Bill think that Kate would be the best thing for the royal family. Can. I can't believe we're even discussing a family that I really, I don't fully understand the appeal of but here well, we this are this is this is why sports networks want to call you for their terrestrial radio station to. <laughs> so what you've just done you said fuck the big guys now i'm gonna do it on my independent podcast on the internet <laughs> it's a lot of, no. well we thought it was safer because no one's watching this but then 
Look what happened to Wonger. Then they killed Wonger. <laughs> Who's listening? <laughs> uh, would you guys line up for a day to see someone lie in state? Would you? Is there anyone in the world that you would line up around the streets, around the blocks for a day so you could literally walk past over five seconds to pay respects? Is it one person? Charms, you got to remember this. I think of you as one of like my top 20 friends. And I wouldn't even, we already oh, talked thanks, about it. I wouldn't, That's great. I wouldn't go, um, I wouldn't go to your funeral. Remember you had a blanket <laughs> empty funeral? So you think I'm lining up? Exactly. Did we make a deal that we don't yeah. have to go to anybody's funeral? Because nobody just, fucking wants it. Any, no you one know. wants it. No, I can't even get you guys to reply to my text miss. messages. I know yes. you're not going to my funeral. Top no. 20 friends though, Sharps. Quick, <laughs> thanks, pal. Quickly going up to 19. You got a lot of friends. I got like at least 30. So I feel good. Yeah. Thanks, pal. No problem. Okay, so from the sporting world, from the football world, name me. Okay, say you had to. You had to go to a. <laughs> you had to go to a funeral. B's going to Ronaldo if they're doing right. a tour. If they're doing and a tour, B into Toronto, and they're doing a tour, tour of him in stadium. It's like a a rock band a stadium going on tour. tour. Yeah. So they're yeah. doing a stadium tour with Ronaldo's body. At, you're going to see him in his in his Portugal red and green, right? Sure. Or, would you? Yeah, Cristiano in the coffin around the world. They just go to Portuguese speaking places. Yeah, they yeah. bring them up to Bereda. And so you and I are eating chicken, and there's a there's a coffin in the back. Oh, he would know. be throwing flowers on top of it and everything. I don't know. Quite the scene. I mean, that that patio is a, a party atmosphere. I don't know if Dennis and uh, the crew at Bereda could handle that there, but I don't think I would. Uh, but I was going just, you know, obviously, we think we're all snickering at this when Charms asked that question. I bet you if you ask people who aren't sports fans and you talk about some of our missions and tri- you know mecca trips that we've done to sporting events, they would look at us as being equally as crazy. You spent how much to go to Paris for 25 hours to watch Portugal in the Euros, not knowing that they had any chance of winning? <laughs> Very true. And, and then I would look at them dead in the eye and I would say, yeah, and I would have spent three times that because it was worth it. That's a valid true. point. Yeah. Each who would, you, own, who would you line up for? Is there someone in the sport? I feel like y- your l- sporting heroes are much older in which you would, you, you have uh, this endearing love for them that just doesn't exist with younger people like in general. Who me? Who, are you talking who, to the old Sharma. guys? Oh, I, well, I, well, I was specifically talking to Sharma because listen mm. to the way he talks about even Bruce Grobelar, the way he talks about Nigel Mansell. And whoever that fucking snooker guy is. <laughs> Steve Davis. Is that it? Thank you. Steve Thank Davis. You. The way so, he talks about these old white men. He's it's rever- different. He is reverential. Than the, that reverential. That was the word. Bruce Gobler was from South Africa. Okay. He's still white. Still white, though. <laughs> what? Oh, yes. Very they didn't much. do any... The colonialists didn't do anything down there, too. <laughs> no. Hey, he was in the Rhodesian army, actually. He's Rhodesia when he lived there. Yeah, a lot yeah. of uh, yeah, he's not, he's not South days. African. Yeah. Grobelar is Dutch, thing. right? It's like the old Dutch yeah. guys. Yeah, the yeah. the Boer Wars. Grobelar, Grobelar is, is really um, Boer. It's a Boer name, isn't it? Boer. Yeah, yeah. that up. Yeah, folks. Um, but you know, um, Steve Davis. Maybe I would. I would. Oh, line what? up for a few hours to, to go and see lying in oh, state on like a base of green, holding a snooker cue. Ooh, maybe that'd Davis. be awesome on a pool table. On a no mm. snooker table. Snooker table, sorry. Snooker. Pool you know what table. they should do? They should if they if they left is it Lenin? Lenin, yeah, in state. Yeah, yeah. It's Red oh, Square really Moscow, right? I saw him laying there. I think you saw that, right? Yeah. Well, Behind so you glass? can imagine. Yeah. You can is imagine. Is he frozen? The... Sorry, is he frozen or is he chemically <laughs> I don't know. Let's look that up. <laughs> If anybody out there can tell us whether he's frozen. Oh, anyway, let's find out. I bet he's stuffed. Initially, there was a lot, you know, whatever going on. Lots of, like, it was really busy, right? So if they put the queen out, what you do is you just let the let the rush die down, and then you go there, and you can actually stand and take some Oh, you're, time. like, you're treating it like going to see Jim Morrison in, where's Jim Morrison bar- buried? In France somewhere, right? In a, yeah. in a cemetery yeah. there in Paris, yeah. correct? So more of like a, hey, you leave them there. Mm-hmm. You come back for a tour when it's on your time. Hey, exactly. I could do that. I could. That's that'd be fair. Is Mao? I think Mao is in. You can see, go see him in China too. I'm not sure, but 
I found a site here, Craig. You find this interesting? Is it? Like- it's called. Um, let me see. One second here. Um, where's the, the key here? Uh, the corpse of the Soviet Union's founding father lies entombed in a mausoleum in Moscow's Red Square. Lenin died in 1924. That means decades of constant upkeep, upkeep has been required to ensure his body remains fit for viewing by the throngs of tourists and pilgrims that come to visit the former revolutionary. So what is involved in preserving his body? Um, well, it's kept in a pristine state under precise temperature and lighting conditions. Scientists say it's possible to continue preserving his body for centuries to come if the right environment is maintained. So they must plug him up with all kinds of chemicals, right? Formaldehyde and... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Here's something. Is he under the sea? Because I've heard that... uh, they find, you know, is bodies. this a bit or no. is this something? <laughs> no, that's the thing. They find <laughs> bodies and uh, shipwrecks, etc., that are in like perfect condition because of the coldness of the sea. So I'm wondering if is that perhaps they've employed the same uh, tactics to Lennon. Also, Maybe. big Beatles fan. Was he underwater, Craig? When you saw him, was he underwater? No, <laughs> he wasn't. Are you sure? Because if it's, sure if it's full of water with without bubbles, you don't know. You uh, don't yeah, know. Right? Yeah, exactly. You know what they I, could no, be doing? I don't think so. Water would be a, w- wouldn't be a good idea. If I'm them, what I'm doing though, I'm getting like ten Lennon impersonators, right? <laughs> and I'm paying them to each do a shift each day, three or four hours over the course of a few days, right? Just just lie there, go for a nap. Right, but you, but you know that there's like an, an elderly woman who walks by. She's like, oh, da, 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 da. and all of a sudden he sneezes or something. The actor or whatever, like, ah! and then she's and then she has a heart attack. No, maybe that's and the bit for them though. At two minutes to their their shift end, whoever's close, they go. Only on Halloween. Yeah, come see Lennon on Halloween. It's much easier just to have the real guy lying there forever. Probably you guys are going through way too much trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I love, we're, still, we're still talking about this, but you yeah, away. still talking about Lennon. I went away and I just came back and I thought, oh shit, I bet you I've missed some really good football conversation <laughs> about the Champions League. Because if well, there's one thing I learned Lennon. when I <laughs> who is he playing for? God knows right now. Is it Burnley? What's the last shirt you saw you remember him wearing? I think Burnley. He did play for Burnley last season. I think Where he probably played like eight times. Let's find but, out. You're the one that's supposed to know all these things. Has he got a weird spelling for Aaron? I forget now. No, no. He's, so Aaron. he's uh, he's at the moment he's listed as a free agent. I guess he's not retired. Is he he's, really? Uh, he's not. He's no longer with Burnley. He's not playing for Vincent Company's Clarets. He's 35 years old. But I feel like he kind of he really disappeared when he disappeared when he went to Turkey, the in the pandemic. Everyone just kind of forgot about him. He's a small fellow with a beard. He could play Lennon, couldn't he? The other Lennon, he could be uh, getting a little job in Moscow. You know, he's, he's surprisingly, he's listed at five foot five. Looks smaller. He doesn't look smaller than that. Oh, I think so. Aaron Justin Lennon. His middle name is Justin. Craig, who was the shortest player you played with? And do you have a photo, um, back-to-back photo, like Okello and Insigne? Yeah, no. <laughs> Nobody actually they, that stood out. Like what Trump about had two very standout guys? You know, you'd be like, "Yeah, those guys are, yeah, yeah." Be short. I mean, the atomic ant. Let's get it right. <laughs> uh, Rizicki was small. Thomas Rizicki, Rizicki, the Canadian. Thomas Rizicki. He played for Canada. Am I right? Is Thomas? That's you're not talking about the Arsenal. oh Rizinski. Rizinski. Rosinski, the Canadian. Rizinski, uh, no, that's Greg Rosinski, a right, tennis like player. The, like the Polish would say it exactly, but we called him you know, Thomas. I mean, Thomas Rosinski. Look, I think we've won over, won back our Polish listeners by every time I correct you saying Lewandowski uh, when I call him Lewandowski. I think we've won them back. It's definitely a Lev, though, isn't it? It's definitely a Lev, not a Lou. Le- Lewandowski. Yeah, yeah. So v, if you're giving, sure. if you're giving one the V, one W the V, you got to give the second one the V. Yeah, how tall's, yeah, yeah, how tall's right. Pesci? He's small. Yeah, Pesci's pretty small. 
Or she's pretty small. Five seven, Pesci, right? Zoe's worth of that. Oh, I don't know. I just, I, I was just thinking about. Wonger can't spell his name to find it, but Wonger, you're right. It's five seven exactly. No, I, I, it's around that. He looked around like, and he could hit the ball when he, when he wasn't frustrated. Are you? Wong, hold on, Wonger. Is this your special skill? Are you one of those people at the fair that you could be like, I'll guess your height. Absolutely. Or I'll guess your age. I feel like it's. I, I am that guy. It's well, more weight and uh you know wait okay the yeah. cne was just on the canadian national exhibition and one of the big things is guess your age is that something that you play annually and what was your biggest win because a thousand percent you've got a story no so i've never played that and i should have but i have gotten your 36 which is 19 years younger than i am you've recently gotten 36 yes from a from a person that was intoxicated someone at a bar so hopefully they were intoxicated like, i could see oh, it the yeah. new slim one looks yeah. could be 36 yeah and if i'm shaved properly i mean i don't i don't think i think i look probably around 45 but no uh, i i've been out with you is... and people definitely think we're the same age and would guess that depending on how poor my hair is that i'm older my goal is when i'm 80 i want to look 77 at it boy that's <laughs> something to strive for yeah. but b you probably looked I you can look young, but with that beard, you could be anywhere from twenty-five-year-old guy to forty-five-year-old guy. I'm not saying you look forty-five, but if with that beard and your hair longer, there's so many people that have that look right now. The pandemic and working with you all has certainly aged my face, but mm-hmm. I have not acquired one new gray hair since leaving Sportsnet. I think that's. Do you telling. count them? Do you know that for sure? I, I do count them. So he sharpies them. Actually, I have an Excel spreadsheet that accounts Sharpie. for where they are. This is for that eventual time where if I ever have to go to Turkey to to get work done, to put them back, then I know. Are you I'm worried about your gray? Surgery, are you worried sure. about your gray, B? Do you do your gray? I don't do my gray. I'm not worried about my gray. It'd be nice if it slowed down, but I think in general, uh, my cousin Jay says all the time, I always like age myself up. So I guess mm. it just makes sense. Though. I agree. I think you do too. You, you're a young looking face. Yeah. No, no, men don't need to. It's just the women that have to. <laughs> <laughs> to all that's the called, women out called, there listening. It's called satire. Okay. Satire. Yes. Please. Yeah. What a This is one of those shows that, that people might stumble upon and it will drive them absolutely crazy thinking, why don't these guys on this soccer podcast talk about fucking soccer? You know, it's Have you acknowledged episode. the Champions League at all? I, I, I find as soon as I joined you guys, I think it was probably the third Champions League match day. I'm like, these fuckers don't give a shit about the no. Champions League. It's Wednesday. We had all of this action on Tuesday. The knockout we are, but you know that that's not we are on this podcast. You on those shows. There's many other podcasts out there. We'll break down every single game, every single stat. We go where we want. We've talked about Harlan scoring that great goal today. You mentioned we did that for six minutes, and then we've talked about when Aaron Lennon's Russian dad died, and Craig was there. Wins. <laughs> it is actually. It feels well, like, it's one of like those it's shows it's where like, it's when to go see somebody 101, basically after they die, like. Do you want to beat the rush or what? Or you want to wait and take you'll your wait. Time? But yeah, it's <laughs> like a wait. Wait, wait. That's so respectful. End. I'm sorry uh, I missed so... this, but Craig, you you were there. You were actually in Russia when this happened, and you went and saw him. Yes, He's in 1989, it was it was the Soviet Union. We we had the first Soviet player that was actually allowed to leave. But, and part of the and the part of the deal was to go back. You had to go back with him. And we yeah. were allowed to go in the Soviet Union and fly all over the place and play all over in Kiev as well, as they were part of the Soviet Union back then. And mm. and Sergei Baltacha was uh, was an absolute Soviet legend. How was it, Craig? Was it weird at the time? And did it seem like sincerely to say did it seem foreign, but did it seem like a different world? Mm. Very strange, yeah. Very strange, very, you know, under the thumb uh, as well as you go, well, interesting, like the theory and the whole communist thing, you know, everybody's equal and da 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 Well, what I, I did notice in that kind of, you know, program was that nobody gave a shit about anything. They did. So everything was falling apart, whether it was shoes or elevators, or it didn't matter, right? It was just falling apart. And some people had money and other people didn't. So there was other people, some people were more equal than others that I've discovered, right? I was like, hmm. It's quite interesting. Yes, absolute fistfuls of you know U.S. dollars, and a lot of the bars, even in Kiev, 
the best bars, the only thing you could spend in there were U.S. dollars. So in the block market, they're offering us, you know, 10 rubles to a dollar like at that time. And on the market, when you got it legally, it was a dollar for a ruble. So and they warned you heavily like there, you know, our hotel, the, the floor, Sergey was telling us that don't talk about anything inside the rooms because they're listening to everything. If you notice the third floor is all blacked out they're KGB in there. And yeah, it was really, really super interesting. And there was a lot of protests in, in Kiev themselves for, you know, breaking away in independence. And uh, it happened a couple of years after that. That was pre-World Cup, FIFA land to go, everything. And obviously 2018, Moscow is very different to, what was that, 1980, whenever it 1989. was. 1989. Very different. But even so, and every now and again, things would go very, very quiet. You'd be in this street with lots of people. And it'll go very quiet and this kind of still took to the street and this cavalcade of cars went past. And before you know it, there's like 80,000 army with, with submachine guns. They're going, okay, someone really important just drive, drove past. Everything shuts down. They can control it like that, even with FIFA. Yeah. <laughs> Taking yeah. over. We saw that actually at the Kremlin when just a number of, you know, one after another, these, these black limousine, Russian-made limousines were blackened out were just open the gates and just one after another in there yeah yeah, yeah very crazy crazy, crazy. Very hush, hush. well it's a good segue going from there to Wongan's mail sack <laughs> yeah we, we come to the conclusion that's of preserved as well isn't it is anyone gonna see the all-star game did we come to that final conclusion um okay hands up who's gonna see the all-star game when it comes to premier league hands up oh i'm going okay Not so we're one chance out of all the all the football going, you can go to you're gonna go no, I gave you the right idea. The idea is to have the Premier League All-Stars play the La League All-Stars and the rest of them. That's the that's the right idea. No, it's not. It's still stupid. It's better. I think that's better. It makes more sense than North v. South. I agree. But I still think it's stupid. Okay. Mm. You, you, most of what I say you think is stupid. So that's just... No, no, no. That's not true. You've made some very good points. Some valid it's points. It's definitely tonight. better than, uh, than his ideas anyway. Yeah, I didn't give another option, did I? <laughs> All right, we got there. Wonga, how's your, is your sack bursting this week? Uh, oh, no, my sack's great, but it's also because we asked for some reviews. And so last week we asked for some bad reviews, and our friend out west, Alan Scholes, had something to say to us, and this is how it went. Bad, re- bad review you will get. This podcast rambles on about anything and throws the odd footy in to stay relevant. Someone's it's audio so true. Someone's audio is terrible. Nobody invites Jimmy golfing. All talk about challenges that will never happen. Never prepared and not one person picked Man U as number 1. There you go. So, thank you Alan. You're right on point. He nailed it. <laughs> he yes. really nailed it. Yes, really actually in our sales deck. <laughs> <laughs> For all of those people that are just dying to give us money after that that night that Wonger and Jimmy had together. Which one? Which one? At the oh, advertiser's oh, gala. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That one. Like, did that even happen? What do you oh, mean? Yeah, Which it happened. One? It wasn't as good as we wanted it to be. That's I why. Guess, I guess not. <laughs> but things are happening. We have lots of things to talk about. World Cup's happening. Lots of opportunities. Oh, man. Um, and then there's this brand new review from last week, and it's from Blair Hater. So I don't know if it's a, a troll farm or his name is Blair Hater, and it's from via Apple Podcasts. He hates Blair? Like, he just hates anyone called Blair? Could be. So the review him. is five stars, two great oh. hosts. James and Craig are fantastic. The other guys are also there. <laughs> <laughs> James another another spot on review. <laughs> yep. Thank you I very much. I, you know, you... there's a few that I really love. This one is close to the top because it's just right on point. I really like those guys, and those guys are there. Like there is what we are sometimes. It's true. Mm-hmm. I'm well aware the only reason I'm allowed to be here is because I can understand Twitter, and you guys can't. <laughs> the only reason. Well aware. That's not yeah. true. Yeah, it's kind of true. <laughs> <laughs> no, because he he's, he watches all the games. <laughs> so what? So that I tell you so what, what you missed. That's exactly it. Right? <laughs> Thanks, it Pete. means nothing. We don't talk about them anyway. 
<laughs> but there's a million games on it. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of Gus. Hey, on, I think that's a new motto, Wonger. I told Mark Noonan just to meet him. He's like, so you guys really going to grill me? We're going to talk formations and what uh, Tommy Wielden and Cavalry is doing? I'm like, no. Our show is a whole lot of nonsense. And <laughs> a little different. A little different. Oh, happy birthday to Amy Walsh. Uh, that's a couple days ago or last night. Friend of the and, show. And um, yeah. this week, who's not playing on Fubo? Who isn't? There's two games that are two matches that have also There's been postponed. Playing. Chelsea, Liverpool. Yep. Palace against Brighton, and that's down to a, I think a, a, a rail strike actually. Oh, oh really? Wow. And the other one, I think it's United. Don't remember. And it's because of their travel route, or what's? Do you know yeah. the reason? Police resources and policing. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah, they're stretched really, really thin. So they, they made the right choice, though, that they, they are playing the games. There was a lot of conjecture that they wouldn't play the games. And that, to me, as we discussed last week, is completely nonsensical. Cricket played last weekend. Um, rugby played last weekend. Track and field but last weekend. They all really honored the, uh, the occasion. I know. So, I think it would have been such a – I mean, it still will be, but there would have been some interesting really kind of – great things inside some of these stadiums uh if uh it was to go ahead this thing i mean it, we saw a little bit at west ham because uh, mm. their game went ahead in europe right you know singing god save the queen was pretty, pretty someone told that me that chelsea requested to play god save the queen before the match and uefa declined and said no you can't play it such a uefa move it's just so petty if they did say no isn't it can, what harm can, can it cause can we talk about football for one minute and acknowledge that you know, dress for the job that you want. He's got the job now, the big job. And Graham, Graham Potter dresses like a big boy. That looked like a foreign manager in that touchline. What an Italian suit. He looked great. He, he stepped he it up, eh? He's Pinochle. gone from Brighton, which is actually pretty trendy, actually, out of all things considered. It's a trendy place. Yeah. Right? And then you go out to, uh, into London and Chelsea, and he's absolutely, he's gone shopping. First person he called was Conte's Taylor. He looked uh, impeccable. Yes. He's going to look really good at Siena in two years when he's yeah. cooking there instead. I'd call him for his guy who did his hair transplant, Conte. Fantastic. <laughs> I just like I that the, the, uh, the B started that from. with, B started that with, can we talk about uh, a foot, footy, football for a second here? And he goes into Graham Potter's Straight in a fashion. Italian suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looks so good. <laughs> Yeah. He, he did look very good, though. His team weren't great, mind you. Still the same old issues. But 1-1, uh, it wasn't a loss. You know who's not great? And uh, it was great fun for me. Juventus. Another win for Benfica. On the road. A team that always sell off the best players. Let Darwin Nunez go. And out, just going to kick the can down the road in the Champions League all the way to the Europa League very quickly. <laughs> Look at that. Start with two wins. They go and beat the, one of the biggest giants in Europe. They screwed yeah. me over. I had the four-game parlay today. You took, what, a Juve or a draw? No, uh, Juve. It's the one dodgy one. So who was it? I took um, I took City. Where is it? Hang on one second here. Yeah, oh, today, Wednesday. There you go. So I thought, I, was, I mean, I'm not, as you know, B, I'm not a big gambler. I don't know what the hell I'm doing, really. I'm learning. Um, but I took you, uh, Chelsea you to win. You the team you think is going to win, Charms. That's... Is, that, oh, is that how it is? Kind of. <laughs> well, in that case, I, I thought I was doing well. I, I took Napoli to beat Rangers. Done. Oh, Three God. I took Chelsea to beat Salzburg. I thought new manager bounce. No, 1-1. They screwed me. Uh, City beat Dortmund 2-1, as mentioned. Had that one. I was worried there for a while. And I had uh, Juve. I thought Juve would would get it together. Better league. Benfica's playing great right now. And they didn't. They screwed me over. So what did what did you cost your family and the pie business? How much? Fifty-seven cents. No, I put five whole dollars on it. (gasps) That's high end for me. Eddie. Don't get out of control. Steady. It's a slice of pie. Have to keep, have to it's a keep slice of pie. He's a degenerate. We see it happening. Yeah. Next thing you know, it'll be seven dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, everyone. We're out of time. Um, yeah. It was what it was. Whatever that was. Buy newspapers. Bye. Follow us on Twitter at footy underscore prime and on Instagram at footy prime IG. It's time to get this party started tonight. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 